0: to the inaugural in-house podcast presented by Rocket Town, where we bring artists, we host in our concert venue, and let kids, we serve in our after-school program, interview and talk to them about the music biz. My name is Austin Fuller, and I work here. For those of you who don't know, Rocket Town is a non-profit in downtown Nashville, Tennessee, Music City, for those of you who don't know, and we are a wide array of things. Uh, first and foremost, we are an attraction youth-based uh, outreach ministry. Uh, we do the different things to uh, bring kids through our doors so we can have relationships with them. Uh, we have three music venues uh, that are all ages all the time. We're well, uh, one of the few left in Nashville actually and we plan to stay that way. Uh, we have a large indoor skate park, shout out to 6th Avenue. Uh, a wide variety of after school programs like a fully functioning recording studio, uh, graphic design, film and photography and so much more. We're also very active in our city with sports and rec and other outreach services like our weekly family dinner. We bring kids and their families in and give them a free hot meal, catered by a local restaurant uh, or skate church, where we sit down, talk a little bit about Jesus, uh, eat some pizza, and go shred and skate for a little bit. Uh, If you guys want some more info about us, check out rockettown.com for more details. Or hit us on social media. uh, Facebook, that's slash Rockettown Nashville. Instagram and Twitter, we are at Rockettown. Uh, so, super excited to get this podcast off the ground. For the first episode, we have Cuckoo Kangaroo and MC Lars. Uh, they were so much fun. They were super nice. Uh, their show was great and a lot of fun. Um, quirky, funny. Uh, we had some good conversations about music and the industry. And we just had a lot of fun with it. Uh, so anyway, that's enough out of me. Let's get into it. It is a party. Hey, a cat
1: party. P A R
2: Hey Hey everyone, Um, this is Luke Rolls for Rocket Town Studio Podcast. Today I'm here with Cuckoo Kangaroo and MC Lars. Yay!
1: Hi, nice to meet you, Luke and Austin.
2: Today, I'm going to ask them a few questions. You can get to know them, get to know what they're about. So, uh, um, tell us about yourself for about 30 seconds.
3: Um, this is Neil from Cuckoo Kangaroo. Um, we're a dance band from Minneapolis, Minnesota. And go by Kings, go by Kings yeah. <laughs> um, and we play shows for a, lot, a, wide age, a wide age range of people little kids, elementary schoolers, and um, and beyond, so we're excited to be here in Nashville. It's our second time playing at Rocket Town. But yeah, we're just a we're a fun dance-along act. We have green-screen dance-along videos that elementary school teachers use in their classrooms. So that's primarily how people know about our band, but we've also supported rock bands and been on Warped Tour, stuff like that. So we like doing lots of different kinds of things. What about you, Lars? Who are you?
1: Hi, my name is MC Lars. I'm a rap artist from Oakland, California, and uh, I do educational rap songs and stuff. And I do YouTube videos where I talk about poetry and history and science. And um, I really enjoy touring with Cuckoo Kangaroo. I met them on Warp Tour. This is my second time playing Rocket Town. And um, I also like making beats on my computer, and I like making people dance. And pretty much that's all I can think of.
4: I'm Brian, I'm in Cuckoo.
2: So, um, you like, you guys do like dance, EDM music kind of, so like, um, uh, but like 10 words to describe your music slash band.
0: Exactly
4: 10 words. 10, is that a, what is the, what do you call that poem? Something, is that that a haiku, 10?
1: I think it's a little, it's a little different than haiku, but it's close. You can make it a haiku.
4: How many is it? Oh, haiku haiku is is syllables. 17 syllables. Syllables, Yeah. Uh, we are hyperactive dance pop
1: with catchy melodies. Post-punk laptop um, rap with ska influences and in comedy.
0: Ska influences, that's great.
1: Yeah, I also want to give a shout out to the Aquabats. In a way, that's kind of how we know each other because they toured with Aquabats, so did I, and that Warp Tour were like, yo, go Aquabats, you know what I'm saying?
4: Yes, we know what you're saying.
2: So um, uh, where did the name Cuckoo Kangaroo come from?
4: It was on a list. Neil and I were in another band together called Book Reader, which sounded like Hootie and the Blowfish, and Neil played drums, and I played guitar, and we got bored in that band. And not bored, just it just was, wasn't different. And so Cuckoo Kangaroo was just on a list. We were college roommates. We had a big list on the wall, and that one sounded memorable, I guess. There were other ones that were still goofy, but that one sounded memorable. And so we picked it before we really even knew what the band was.
1: MC Lars, uh, it comes from this movie called Heavyweights. Have you heard of it? Yep. These kids go to yeah. camp. So my real name's Andrew, but there's a DJ in there named Lars. He's a counselor. So I was like, yo, that'd be funny. Like MC Lars. Be fu- I used to be MC Lars Horace. Then I took away the Horus. That's like Egyptian reference. And so that's kind of like my background. But my real name's Andrew, so I just wanted to say that.
2: So um like you guys said, you were in a rock band in Minnesota. Um, so like what made you do a switch to like dance music?
3: Yeah, um, it was fun because we, we switched because we were in college and we um, there's a battle of bands coming up and we had already done like the rock band for a couple of years. So we wanted to see what we could do for for a different thing for the, for the for the new year. And so we just um, decided to eliminate. A lot of the traditional band elements, you know, no real instruments. We just made beats on our laptops and wanted to have interactive elements so the audience would do things with us. And it seemed like a good canvas for that. So, yeah. So it was about the band's thing and just a yeah. It was just a sense of us wanting to do a different kind of show that we hadn't seen before and not just being in a rock band and trying to push um, boundaries and try to see what else was possible. And it was just an experiment overall. So. It was just about, you know, trying to do something different and, and being in college, we had the opportunity to do that. We had these shows mm-hmm. and we had, you know, we didn't need to, this band didn't need to make any money, so it could be whatever we wanted. So that really gave us a, a cool platform to really experiment and do something totally different.
2: Yeah. And for MC Lars, um, so like
1: what kind of like made you like, did you um, always do electronic music or like did you like switch? So, um so um, I used to play in a punk rock band, and um, then I discovered hip-hop music in college. I really fell in love with it, and I liked that I could do it on my own, you know what I mean? So I just started, I put a band together in college, and then afterwards I kind of just went solo, and um, I just want to say that a lot of the touring came from the fact that I could just open for bands by myself. You know, I started touring like 2003, mm-hmm. and um, just being a one-man project, and it's, it's been pretty cool. So just want to say shout out to Computers.
2: Um, what are your top three musical inspirations?
1: So I would say Weird Al Yankovic. I would say um, Adam and His Package. And finally, I would say Rush.
4: Hmm. Ooh. <laughs> uh, for Neil and I, we come from different worlds, so our musical influences are, are a bit different. I really enjoy extremely poppy top 40 hits. Um, and I like musicals that are in the major key. And then I like um, dance songs that teach you the move, like the Cha Cha Slide and the Cupid Shuffle and et
3: cetera. And Blink 182. I think the, the. What, Blink? Yeah, we're big into Blink. Um, I <laughs> that, think was, that was four. That was four. <laughs> I think it, you know, not personally, but about our band, our three biggest influences number one would probably be Flight of the Concords. Okay. They're a uh, folk. Um, comedy duo from New Zealand, and for me, that is sort of the epitome of what we could become is a comedy act as much as we are a musical act, mm-hmm. so uh, we like that about them is they're like half stand-up, half music, you know, so we really like that. Um, the Flaming Lips are a band that they just consistently put on an incredible live show and involve their audience, so that is another um, group that we kind of look to and, and always think about. And then, I don't know, from like the hip hop side of things, um, the Beastie Boys are a group that, you know, just as far as their energy and the style of their beats and the way they kind of trade rhymes and stuff. So we, I think the Beastie Boys are, you know, are up there as far as like kind of what, um, as far as the hip hop elements of our show. It's not a totally hip hop show. There's a lot of, you know, like you said, EDM, like yeah. dance is four on the floor you know, dance stuff, but we do a little bit of hip hop stuff in there, and we were like the be beastie boys too
2: for sure and um for m c Lars you said you've been performing and touring um for like since two thousand three yeah um it's so like so you you've had a lot of experiences with shows, and so like what is your perfect
1: concert? Well, that's a beautiful idea, so I think a perfect concert is like um you're with your friends, you know like the promoter's really professional, maybe you do a podcast before backstage <laughs> uh. Yeah. <laughs> you have enough sizes for all the shirts, and uh, the, peop- the promoters are glad you're there, and uh, a lot of the fans have discovered yourself, you haven't put too much money into Facebook ads, because you know what I'm saying, and it's just like an organic thing, and the sound sounds good, and like, afterwards you go back to merch, you give everyone a high five, and um, also, you know what else? Your laptop doesn't die. <laughs> but oh yeah, and just a dance party, and you feel like you remember your lyrics, but you know i'm hanging with two guys <laughs> who always have perfect shows so maybe it's just another day for them that mean cuckoo. that's a good
4: question that's very good oh, same question for same yeah. question for us yes. perfect show perfect show that we play or in this realm of a world or in the future that we play or as an audience member all of the what oh. lineup on the bill what were you looking for
2: oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah.
4: well the per- for us um we have a really intense interactive element to our show and and at the same time people think that we're a kids band but we're really intense about our interactiveness and kids don't do it they don't like do the moves or the sing-alongs they just like stare at us it's just like too much like we're a kids band in the sense of like oh you're gonna pull something on the internet cool this is appropriate for kids but when it comes to live show um, when we play a 21 plus show and the kids aren't there, that is the best kind of show because when a, when a kid is in front of you, you don't flail and dance your hardest cause you're worried about like kicking them in the face and that kid just like doesn't care is that it's not trying to like demean or belittle yeah. anything. It just is like, um, the show is really, the show is just fast interactive. So it takes kids sometimes like their third time they see us, they are like, Oh, I get it. And now they start dancing yeah. and singing. Um, so it just takes a little time. So the ultimate show is when the crowd is down to be weird and they're not self-conscious and they just like do everything that they say. It could be anywhere, it could be any room, it could be any park, it doesn't matter. When the crowd is in the palm of your hand, that's what matters. A good lineup on a bill, two bands. They play less than 40 minutes. <laughs> and half their set is half their set is banter. And the other half is upbeat and not slow. And I can wear my headphones and my earplugs. And they have seltzer water. And I can leave and go to sleep before 10.
0: So if you had to pick two bands to have on a bill with you.
4: Oh, with us? Yeah. Doesn't, doesn't matter if, it's re- if this is real or not?
0: Doesn't have to be real.
4: Oh. No, I don't want anybody that's dead. Because they <laughs> live in the old world and... <laughs> Times have changed and they'd probably say Things something that's they'd probably say something that's inappropriate on the mic. Right, Lars? Right. Ugh. um I'd like to see ch- it'd be Us and P Lander Z and Leslie and the Lies and MC Lars. And Super Fun, yeah yeah, rocket ship in Minneapolis at the Triple Rock.
0: That was the that's the dead part. Dropping a lot of hints here, guys. That's the dead part. you
3: <laughs> <laughs> <No>, say I'm good.
2: <laughs> you us, uh, This might be like this is like totally off track, but um I think I got this right, but you guys performed with the Wood Brothers, right?
3: I don't know who that is.
2: The who The Wood, Wood Brothers.
3: We know about the Okie dokie brothers, you know about them they are a kids band from Minneapolis, Minnesota, the Okie Dokie well, brothers. brothers.
2: There's just like there's um this folk band. Oh. I remember there's this like there's like this like dance like kids thing in front um like the opener, oh. and they were pretty cool. The wood brothers. Yeah,
3: we'll check them out. When you think of who opened for
1: them, let us know. Were
2: they bad or are they? Good? No, they're good. they were good.
4: They're good. <laughs>
2: Um, so what is the most valuable lesson you've learned about the music industry that you can pass on to aspiring, aspiring artists?
3: Um, you can do most things yourself. You know, you don't need a lot of help, especially when you're starting. You need help after you get going and you get to a certain level, you know, but a lot of people think that they need a bunch of help when they get going, but you don't. You can do lots of things yourself, especially with the internet, the way it is now and YouTube tutorials and You know, just lots of pieces. All you have to do is meet people locally and, you know, and uh, they can teach you how to do things or um, show you the way or introduce you to somebody or you can just straight up do things yourself. So I think that's the biggest thing is it seems daunting and it seems like there's a lot that you need to do and know and stuff um, right away. But I would say that you can learn these things over time and you can do most of these things yourself and then you'll get to a point. Eventually, you'll know that point you'll be you'll be able to feel it when you'll say I need someone to take this from me And so I don't need to do this anymore or I I can't do this I I, I can't do it like we need to do it So there does come a point where you do need help and you should always be meeting people and trying to You know branch out and find friends that can make you better, but when you're starting out You know you can do most of these things especially if you're in like a proper rock band. There's multiple of you You know for us there's two and one with Cuckoo and Lars, so it gets a little bit more tough that way, but you know, th- I, I think the number one thing is just to try and do as much as you can on your own because you'll save money and you'll get to learn new skills, so that's the best thing for sure.
1: Oh, and I wanted to add um, about like consistency, Like so that's something I really admire about these guys, Like they're really good with consistent youtube content and i think that like sometimes there's a tendency to want to be precious with your art be like oh wait 5 years to do the perfect song but really that the fans find the songs that are meaningful to them so if you can put out a lot of material like on spotify bandcamp mm-hmm. and youtube that's like all a label would have done 10 years ago so as long as you're doing a lot of stuff and it's like most of it's okay you're going to find an audience and also be nice to promoters and Be nice to every fan. Never make never make a fan feel like you're too busy to talk to them because he or she will remember that. And so you're going to have good morals like these fools. (laughs) C.
4: That means yes in Spanish. Yeah, Neil said it. Do yourself.
1: I love that i love the attitude though and that's kind of why i like hanging with these fools because they don't like they're not like oh my my manager needs to bring some donuts blah 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 no they're like we're gonna rock we're gonna be nice to everyone and we're gonna make youtube content like success
4: <laughs> yeah, i like the way you say youtube content all the time yeah awesome
0: anything anything you guys want to add Like you feel like you haven't stated or anything you just want to throw out there little tidbits
1: oh i wanted to mention that i'm on patreon.com mc lars get go. that flavor Two new songs a month, and I'm doing a YouTube series, the rap intro to YouTube series, coming soon. You,
4: Lars, how many of those do you have written? Four. What? Man, you've been busy. What's your YouTube?
1: YouTube YouTube.com slash Horace Records. That's H-O-R-R-I-S Records. Nailed it.
4: Nobody's going to like what we said, so we're not going to. (laughs) No plugs for Cuckoo. (laughs) Should we do a plug, Neil? Do a plug. We have a new record called Celebrate This. That's all about holidays. Some big ones like Thanksgiving and Halloween, and then some ones that should be big like Bubble Wrap Appreciation Day. Amen. And um, National Puppy Day in August. That's our record. Thanks, you guys. Perfect.
0: Thanks, you guys. question you asked about it.
4: Shoot with my Taurus. Hey.